Jonathan Adams joins us talking hoops and appreciate you. And before we get into the NBA playoffs, as a teacher, as a coach, there's always that special day. And it's usually at the towards the end of May <laughs> when it's the final day of the school year. So I want to say to you, Jonathan, and all your colleagues at Notre Dame High School, congratulations. And let me say this to all of our Hamilton County teachers of some, what, 45,000-plus students in our area. You all made it through one of the toughest, maybe the toughest years that you'll ever have in your career. Thank you for doing what you do, and now kick back and enjoy the summer a little bit, man. It's got to be a little bit of a relief, Jonathan. No, we lose him. How did we lost him somehow? There, nah, there we go. Okay. I hear you now. Okay, there yeah. We go. So, nah, hey, I, pr- I appreciate you guys, and and uh, you know, I want to I want to second that because you know I see how hard uh, you know our teachers had to work, and 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 our administration, and just all of the tough decisions that they had to make, and. And and more importantly, our students. Could you imagine being a student right now? Not at all. Uh, go, going through what they went through and going virtual and then having to quarantine and then having to do, I, I, you know. So, uh, you know, thank you. But, you know, the credit really goes to administration, my, my colleagues, and, and more importantly than any of that, the students for being able to be teenagers and little kids and adjust to a pandemic that I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't either, man. I mean, they – you're, you're exactly right. The kids went through so so much, and, and, you know, you always hear that, well, kids are resilient, and, and yes, they are, but, man, that was that was a whole lot of adult problems piled yeah. on a bunch yeah. of little shoulders, man, whether, whether they're second grade or 12th grade. Yeah, kids are resilient, but, you know, kids like stability as well, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it just, and this was about as unstable as you could possibly be, so... You know, I was really, and I told the, my kids that I that I teach that you know I'm I am so impressed with them because you know I, I put myself in their shoes when I was a high school student. I w- I don't know if I would have made it. I mean, you know, you would like to think that you would have, but I you know I don't I don't know with, with what they've had to deal with um, you know this last year and a half. So um, you know I, I I appreciate that, but but I really I really think the kids are are the most impressive. Well, enjoy your summer. I know you got some basketball camps and stuff going on, but you, all you teachers out there and administrators, enjoy your summer, man. Take a deep breath. You've, you've deserved it. Lakers. I was I was telling Joe, Lakers seem like they. I, I hate to use the term "flip the switch," but this this team looks like a totally different team than they were a week ago. Certainly two weeks ago. I mean, the chemist. It's like the chemistry came back last night or something. Well, and I was I was worried about Joe there a couple weeks ago. I, I didn't know if he was going to make it, but uh, <laughs> I knew. But after after watching them last night, I mean, they, I think they finally realized that you know we're not the healthiest, but we have an advantage over almost every team in the league, and that is our size. I mean, you put LeBron James at six nine, and you have Anthony Davis at six ten, six eleven, and then Drummond at seven feet. You know, they hammered the Suns on the glass. They, you know, um, you know. Every time I looked up, you know, it was an offensive rebound putback. Uh, everything was at the rim. I think they scored all their points in the third quarter. You know, in the paint. Uh, you know, and they shot seven of twenty-eight from three and blew the doors off off Phoenix. So that kind of tells you how dominant they really were last night. And if they continue to play like that, it's going to be hard for any team, including Brooklyn, to beat them because of just just matchups. 
matchups, and when Anthony Davis wants to be Anthony Davis and be aggressive, and that's it's, it's hard it's, to stop. It's, yeah, it's almost <laughs> impossible to stop him. And then he's giving it to you on the defensive end. On top of that, you know, and so he just, you know, like he had, uh, I think, fourteen or fifteen free throw attempts last night. The game before, he had twenty-one. If he's doing that, the Lakers, like you guys said, are going to be very, very difficult to stop and or beat. So, um, you know, I, I loved what I saw last night. I think they kind of figured it out, and I think you said it uh, right, Quake, that that. Uh, you know, it seemed like they turned on the switch. LeBron seemed like he turned it on in the second half, uh, and they really just played bully ball and took advantage of their advantage. So, uh, you know, I, I love what I saw. Uh, and, and you got a feel for Phoenix, right? You worked that hard to get a two seed, and your reward <laughs> is the Lakers at yeah. seven seed. Yeah, thanks um, a bunch. A full seven. You know, I appreciate that. You know, like the defending champions are your, are your open-around matchup, so. Uh, that 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 was kind of tough how it shook out for Phoenix. Yeah, that was that was really a, a faux number seven seed because we we knew that the Lakers had some injuries and you know, just trying to make it to the playoffs. And uh, once they got in, then you know if they started clicking, if they everybody's healthy, then it would be a problem for some teams. But before we get too deep into uh, the playoffs, I gotta ask. You know, obviously, with all the the fan interactions, uh, fans back in the stands and fans acting a fool, whether it's popcorn or spitting on people or whatever it may be, have you ever had any experiences with with fans going a little too far, either as a player or as a coach? Yeah, we we played at VCU, uh, and a lot of people don't know Old Dominion and Virginia Commonwealth VCU uh, are big, big, big rivals. Uh, VCU being in Richmond, Virginia, uh, and then Old Dominion being in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we had some, uh, it wasn't to me personally, but we had, uh, you know, uh, our best player at the time, Gerald Lee. Uh, the student section had pictures of his sister and were yelling things that you could only imagine. So, uh, so you know, I thought that went a little too far, a little too personal. But as far as uh, races or, or, or spitting on, you know, people or, or throwing popcorn or anything like that, um, if it's happened, I hadn't noticed it. Uh, but I do remember that uh, ODU VCU uh, at VCU uh, kind of going a little too far with Gerald Lee's sister. But, you know, Quake and I were, were, were texting back and forth yesterday about that. And, you know, it – it's unfortunate because especially the spitness in it, yeah. you know, it took away from the environment of what Madison Square Garden was, you know, and, and how great of a game and how great it is to have New York basketball back in the playoffs. Uh, and that incident just, you know, the popcorn was bad enough, but somebody spits on you, I, I think all three of us. That's a different you know, level. <laughs> We're probably going to be fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we just, you know, that's a different level of of, uh, of disrespect. So, uh, you know, I, I hate that that happened, you know, and it's it's unfortunate that fans feel that they can just do that. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, too. I, you know, Baylor McCauley get a lot of, of credit when they win. They're always really good in, in, in sports, regardless of what sport it is. But I would challenge any of these idiot fans or any of these folks that get a little too crazy at the at the youth baseball league to go to a Macaulay Baylor game in basketball, in football, whatever the case is. They're yelling, they're cheering, they're chanting, and, and in basketball. And, and of course, Jonathan, you were on it on the red side as a player, on the blue side as a coach. 
they're up cheering and I mean they're in your face and everything, but it never goes across that disrespect line. And that's why I've always loved that rivalry. Yeah, people get heated, yeah, people's feelings are hurt when the game's over and somebody's a winner and somebody's a loser, but it never crosses that line of, of no class. No, and, and being a part of that rivalry for as long as I was, uh, you know, playing and coaching, you know, I, I think the thing that I tell people all the time when I was at Baylor is kind of like playing your brother. You know, you want to beat them so bad, but and it's trash talk, and it's but at the end of the day, you know, you're, you know, hey, you, where are we going to eat? You know what I mean? You know, uh, right? And and stuff like that, and and it, it goes deep. You know, as you guys know, Baylor Macaulay, it runs deep and it runs. You know, and even when I was in school, Baylor Notre Dame or Macaulay Notre Dame, uh, those used to be huge rivalry games, and it was always trash talk and, and fun, but it was all in fun and games, and and uh, and it never crossed the line that you know that with fans, with students, with with the players, uh, that didn't need to be crossed. And and then at the end of the day, we fought hard, and then you know we we there was a winner, there was a loser, but. You know, it never went anywhere near what some of these people. And and there's the thing that I wouldn't say, Quake and, and Joe, that you know these fans that are doing that with these NBA players. What happens or, or NFL or or NHL or in What happens if they run up in the stands like the Malice in the Palace? Then what? Oh well, they're going to get sued. They're going to get yeah, fined. Yeah. They're going to you know it's 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 to- totally unfair to the players. Right. So you know, it's like hey. It, you're doing all that because, you know, security is going to hold those players back. But now all of a sudden they don't. And then, you know, uh, Ron Artest runs up there. And, yeah. and then now and then now you're, you've you got to, you know, do what what happened if you did it to somebody walking down the street. That's I right. Mean, you, you, know, got a ha- you got a handful on your hands. <laughs> right. So, so I, just, I just never understood that with fans that, you know, I, I guess they think that there's just this barrier that players won't cross and, and they forget that these are human beings, you know, and, and uh, it just the disrespect to spit on somebody or, you know, or spit at, you know, whatever it was, just I, I couldn't even imagine, especially somebody you don't know. You know, I mean, I just, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine. Well, you well, totally get beat down on the street if you did it to somebody on the sidewalk. Well, yeah, I mean, Russell, Russell Westbrook said that exact same thing. He goes, uh, you know, they feel like they can do that uh, while they're at the game, but there's no way they would do that on the street. Absolutely not. <laughs> and no way no, they would do and, it. And then you got to remember that these men have wives, they have families, they have, you know, as, you know, uh, uh, loved ones watching the game, and then all of a sudden they're getting spit on and, Popcorn throwing? I mean, I, I just couldn't. Uh, I, you know, I, Russell Westbrook's better than me. I, I, I would have been. <laughs> it it would have been a big, big, big problem. Talk about that game because it's going to be probably the I best was. atmosphere in Atlanta in gosh, I don't know, maybe a decade or so. Yeah. Uh, as the New York Knicks come calling uh, to Atlanta tonight, seven o'clock on ESPN, and uh, man, I mean, this has been a fantastic series so far. And, and talking about Knicks fans, the good part of the Knicks fans is I love the chant, you know, uh, Trey is balding. I mean, I hope you, either one of you guys weren't offended because I know what you look like. But yeah. then you had the other side, you know, the other side of the ugly spit incident. But, I mean, if you can be creative in your chants and not, you know, something that's totally ugly and not safe for work, as they say, right, that's right. what makes the fans' experience fun, I think. But I think you're going to see Atlanta fans really get behind this team tonight. Well, and 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 I love that chant. Which I mean, I didn't love it personally because it hit a little too close to home. But but I, you know, but I love that that kind of stuff right there. I think is inbounds. I think it makes it fun. I think it makes the atmosphere even better. 
Uh, and Trey Young has kind of become, and I'm not going to say to this level, uh, but he's kind of come the new age Reggie Miller to next to Knicks fans, right? Great example. Uh, yeah. You know, and so now it makes that series even fun, even more fun. I think the last time we talked, I think I said, you know, I think this series will go seven. I think you guys agreed, and and I don't think that this has done anything to. And I hope it does go seven because then now we get to see. Both of these fan bases and, and, and Trey Young, the storyline of Trey Young and now Derrick Rose, uh, you know, kind of his reemergence. And, and then it's going to be rocking, like you said, in Atlanta tonight uh, for, for the next two games. And then, uh, you know, and then it shifts back to New York. So, I, you know, I think this is the most exciting series um, that I've seen in a while, uh, especially a first-round series uh, with two teams that we talked about, you know, that are evenly matched. Uh, it's a four-five seed uh, um, series, and and two young stars, and and uh, it's just and two great coaches that are making some great adjustments, and uh, it just it just is a fun, fun, fun series. Great for the NBA. Yeah, a very fun series, and I think whoever becomes whoever comes out of this this series victorious will have learned a lot about that their team. I mean, I, I think this is going to be a, a, a great learning experience for the Hawks or the Knicks. And uh, hopefully, yeah, no matter who comes out of here, I'm pulling for, for the team that wins this series uh, to, as far as the East goes. Absolutely. And I think what both of them have done, and, you know, not to go too deep into, into NBA talk, but, you know, I think what both of these teams have done has set themselves up for, to, you know, that free agents are going to start looking at these places. Right, you yeah. you think about New York and and think about that atmosphere. Who wouldn't want to? A, it's New York, but then B, now Madison Square Garden is rocking that way. Who wouldn't want to be there? I, you know, and, and then now all of a sudden Atlanta, that team is young, and now you're looking at that as a free agent and saying, hey, man, they got a lot of ta- young talent, and now if you add me, if I'm a superstar, if I'm a Kawhi Leonard, especially if the Clippers lose, right? He's he's free. I, I would be thinking like, man, New York wouldn't be, you know, they, they're ready to win now. Uh, you or know, Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta's ready to win now. You know, they've been building, 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 and now all of a sudden they're there. So I, you know, and then you get to ship back to the East, uh, and and so now I, 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 if I'm a serious big time free agent, I'm seriously considering both after what I've seen from these few these two games um, and the atmosphere that. We'll see tonight in Atlanta an atmosphere that I saw in New York, and that's without full capacity fans. Right. I, I just could only imagine. You know, I, I would think a, a heart, long and hard about that as a free agent. Jonathan, always appreciate it, man. We wish you and your family a safe Memorial Day weekend yes. and uh, kick back and enjoy, my man. We'll do. You guys stay safe. Love you guys. We'll talk soon. All right. Love you too, Thanks, my brother. brother. Yeah, man. Always good with Jonathan Adams and his perspective into you know playing college basketball, coaching high school basketball, and just a, a love. I think I love it. I love him the best because he is just a student of the game. Never done learning about a game that he already knows a bunch about. 